Hello and welcome to our Friday episode of the Byron Life Diaries. This is a little taste of life in Byron Bay, where the boss and I have just moved to. Each week, I'll let you know what's been happening and share our journey with you all. From food, to nature, to celeb spotting, to yogs, you name it. This is a weekly check-in and we'll cover it all. Sending big love from our new home, Byron Bay. Bonsoire. I feel like bonsoir might be night time. Uh, welcome to the Friday episode of the pod. If you're new to this episode, it's kind of like a diary-esque kind of check-in uh, where we talk about basically life in Byron Bay, which is where the boss and I live, and what's been going on. I've just added a new section to it where... I do a little book review and I am so pumped to talk to you about um, that book because it's only just come out this week and Monday's episode um, will be with that author. So I cannot wait. I'll tell you all about that soon. But first of all, let's do a week catch up. Easter. Hope everyone had a lovely Easter. Hope you still feel like you've been living off chocolate because I sure as hell do. Uh, I've just in the last two days kind of clicked into back into intermittent fasting and um, I'm starting to feel a little bit clearer. In fact, don't know if you can hear this. That's my little straw tapping on my um, coffee cup because I'm um, drinking my second coffee as we record this. So I might even just use this opportunity to have a little Slurpee. I'm drinking with a straw because I white I whiten my teeth. Um, so Easter, um, obviously, both boss boss's fam and my fam are from Melbourne, and we were kind of in a mini lockdown here in Byron Bay. We became at what's called an orange zone. Uh, the Blues Fest got cancelled here, and you know masks were mandatory when you leave the house, which felt. Pretty much we'll kind of use that from Melbourne life anyway when Melbourne was in lockdown. Um, but I think it was the first time these guys had to be masked because I think the first lockdown, I don't know if they had masks anyway. Uh, yeah, so I think from like Thursday, like Thursday before Good Friday, I used to work at Brumby's when I was a teenager. And so Thursday and Easter, we'd always call Bun Day because everyone would pick up their hot cross buns for Good Friday on, on Thursday. So Easter Thursday, aka Bun Day, we went into like a mini lockdown thing and we came out of it, I think, Monday night. Uh, and, but you were still allowed to have people over at your home and all that jazz. So we actually had a friend of ours or Bosco's really good mate, Alias, come over and we just had the three of us had a little Easter feast. Bosco did lamb, roast spuds, big salad. He made a Linzer tort because I'm gluten-free. Everything's gluten-free. So it's like got this hazelnut meal with this incredible raspberry jam inside. So yum. Then we buy the pan of vanilla ice cream and have that with it. And then he decided just try his hand randomly at a New York baked cheesecake, which was and delish, and we just had that with fresh berries and, again, the panas. That was so, so yum. But, yeah, I've eaten my weight's worth in Easter eggs and boss's cakes, and I did an Easter egg hunt Sunday morning for the boss, which he always laughs at, but it's so fun. And, like, even last night we were making a sneaky little cocktail and I found a hidden egg in um, – the shot glass that we use for our cocktails. So that's what I love at Easter egg hunts. You always find leftover eggs for days to come. 
So yeah, ESA was unreal. I've had a few food experiences in Byron since the last week's um, Byron episode. So I thought, oh, I'll um, update you. Uh, my friend Kelly was in town. We did the lighthouse walk on the one day. It didn't rain. We've had loads of rain up here. Apparently that's all stopping tomorrow and we get sunshine again. So I'm pumped for a beach swim. Uh, but yeah, so we got a quick lighthouse walk in in between rain. And then we went to this place in Byron called Combi. So when I lived in Melbourne, I lived for a stint in Elwood and I was literally living above Combi, which is amazing, but also dangerous because their food's incredible. Um, but uh, we had both had the gluten-free buckwheat pancakes. You'll see it all on my Insta stories and Insta if you want to see it. And then I had a bulletproof coffee. Got a lot of questions yesterday about bulletproof coffee on my Instagram. It's basically where you add MCT oil and ghee or butter to a long black and then it becomes like a brain kind of tonic. Keto people are all about it. Paleos don't mind it either. Um, and you often will use it in the place of brekkie. In this case, I didn't. I had had pancakes as well. And then we both got greeny smoothies to go and I got peanut butter added to mine because YOLO. Uh, it was really, really yummy. But, yeah, I just wanted to let you know about, um, yeah, a little foodie adventure that we had over the Easter break that was delish. Um, another amazing food adventure that we had was our friend Andy who was one of the owners of Woods. Um, we went and celebrated his 40th and the food was incredible and all made by his partner, Sam, who's an incredible chef and the head chef of Woods. So Boss and I were so spoiled because the food was like all local, all delicious, like slow-cooked lamb and then salmon and then there was like a lentil and quinoa salad that was insane, all good, all delicious. So, yeah, we've definitely had a food adventure for the last week or so, which is why I've kind of tried to click in the last couple of days into a little bit more of a health routine because I'm a bit of an all-or-nothing girl, so I'm either super indulgent and not really moving my body that much or I move my body eating really well and I'm kind of like slowly slipping back into that and move my body, eat really well, have a great routine. Um I'm hoping to go for another lighthouse walk today when the rain clears. But basically at the moment I'm doing intermittent fasting. So that just means I eat dinner as usual. Sometimes even a snack after dinner's no probs. But then uh, I will have a, a like a lola coffee or a long black and then a second lola coffee or long black. Uh, and I stay on black coffee until about midday. I break that and then I just eat as usual. And then I've also been – I activated my pass for Peaches Pilates in Byron Bay. So they've gifted me five classes. So I'm really excited to kind of like get some Pilates in my body. I did it yesterday. It was so hard, good hard though, like Bernie hard. And I've been going to yogs at Creature this week. And then next week I want to get to Body Mind Life. So I'm kind of like spreading my wings in all the um, movement things that are going on around here. Uh, what else? I've been basically doing book edits. So the manuscript was delivered December and then it's kind of book edit time and my publishers are kind of all away for Easter so I'm really trying to use the time to get ahead of a little bit of editing and writing and it's a lot of fun. I quite, I'm actually quite really loving it. Uh, what else are in my little notes? I'm thinking of trying a local chiropractor here so I'll report back um, when I do, I'll, I should try and make sure I do that before I speak to you guys next week. It is so nice to have no travel for a few weeks. We're going to Melbs, I think at the very end of April, but yeah, for the next few weeks, we're just like 
laying super low and just really enjoying Byron life and Bangalore life and uh, the farmer's markets have been rained out this week so we're pumped for Bangalore farmer's market on the weekend. Excuse me, I'm just having another swiggle of my cough wands. Can, can you hear? Oh, yeah, that's my glass straw. How hippie do I want to be? Ah, so good. Mm-mm. What else to tell you? Oh, we found a really nice, oh, I always end up, I'm a nutritionist, I always end up telling you about booze, but we found, I think I told you last week about Roku gin that we love in our martinis, but boss has found from that chef that I just described, Sam, who made that delicious meal for us, he got us onto this other brand of vermouth. So when you make um, a dry martini, which is kind of like my favourite drink, you use gin and then you use a little bit of dry vermouth and maybe a twist of like lemon rind goes in there. But usually it's the main ingredients are just gin and dry vermouth. And uh, he's found this brand, I think it's called, I'm reading it here, Dolan. It's a beautiful like green bottle and a really pretty label. And so we've tried that um, vermouth. So we're really mixing up our um, martini making. And I'm the queen of martinis. I make them. I actually have to use self-control to not have one a night because they're so delicious and feels quite clean. I was just saying to boss this morning, tell me if there's any martini drinkers out there. I love a drop of red wine as well. But I've noticed if I have a glass or two glasses of red wine, I do wake up a bit foggy even though um, I know that it's fine and red wine is delicious and healthy and whatnot, but I'll wake up a little bit foggy the next day. Oh, by the way, it's just started pelting down again outside. Boss just said to me literally 20 minutes ago, let's do a load of washing. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, it's still raining. Oh, did you hear that? I just got sent a text message. One sec. Looks like it's from Boss. Oh, no, it's not. How rude am I just keeping my phone on silent, not putting on aeroplane mode? Every time I have a guest, I'm like aeroplane mode. I'd be mortified if it went off. But for you guys, we're just so close, you know. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk um, pod stuff for a sec. So Monday's episode that came out this week was with Kim Courageous from 16th Street. That's where I did all of my acting training. If you're in Melbourne and you're into acting training, that's the place to go. It's incredible. Uh, And in... Monday's episode, even if you're not into acting, it's just a really cool kind of like motivational talk about life and she's got life experience, work, trained all over the world uh, and um, very there's like a almost esotericness about Kim which is really cool and really interesting when you kind of let her just like I don't know, I don't want to use the word wisdom because it's more like um, a great lesson and it's like tools in self-belief, which I love, and 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 self-trust, which I found really enjoyable in Kim's episode. So I'll pop uh, Kim's episode link in the show notes. And then next Monday we've got coming out and I have been so excited for this episode. You know when you meet somebody and then they blow you away so much that you can't stop talking about them. That's what happened with Candace Fox. So she's bought a book out um, called The Chase. It's literally just come out and that's the book that we're going to review today. So I have, full disclosure, I have never read crime fiction before in my life and I read Candace's book, latest book. I think she's writing her 16th right now, super successful. She writes with James Patterson who's like, 
arguably one of the most successful writers in the world. We're talking like 300 million books sold, something bonkers like that he's sold and they co-write, uh, co-author a little bit together. But she also also writes a lot of her own books and the most recent of that is called The Chase and it's about basically all these inmates that get on and really dangerous ones including the ones on death row set in America, I think Nevada, and I actually don't even have the book with me right now because I loved it so much that I lent it to someone. I was like, you have to read this, you know, that those kind of books. Anyway, it's quite a thick book and I binge read it in three days. That's how good it was. Like all our drive to Sydney because we um, went to Sydney to record this podcast, um, which is like a nine-hour drive. I didn't even talk to boss. I just read the book. It was so, so enthralling and I could not put it down. So the book is called The Chase. It is about these inmates that get um, let out of prison. Basically what happens is, and this doesn't give anything away, this just sets up the story um, at the very beginning of the book, the inmates uh, and the parole officers, I guess that's what we call them, the staff working at the um this high maximum security prison, um, they have at Christmas time, like I'm pretty sure it's a baseball match. And so the families all jump on this bus and they can come in once a year to witness it, right? And then um, what happens is somebody gets a hold of the bus and there's all these people, like all the people that work at the, um, at all different parts of the prisons, family members, on like kids, wives, blah, 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 right? All, um, they're in danger of losing their lives. So the prison office officers have kind of got no choice and they let out all these criminals. Uh, I think it's like 300 and something amount. Again, I don't have the book in front of me because I love it so much. I've given it to someone to read. Uh, and then you kind of follow the throughout the book, you're kind of following the lives of a few of these escapees. Also, uh, a few are like you're following the warden story, you're following um, also like some of the high up officers that are really fighting really hard to get these um, inmates back into prison before they do any harm and damage. Because like terrorists have been let out, like it's so much stuff, right? So it kind of jumps around from different perspectives and you end up really rooting for someone that you wouldn't expect to be rooting for, which is really, really cool. And it all um, it all unfolds and different stories interweave. It is so interesting. So I would highly recommend you get your hands on The Chase. Like I said, my first crime fiction book and I could not put it down. Uh, and then the author, Candace Fox, she's on the pod on Monday. And the reason why I got her on the podcast, not because she'd faced so much failure, because she had 200 rejection letters before her book ever got signed. She's the same age as me. She's 35. And um, it, what actually what made me really want to interview her because her publicist, what happens with books at the moment is publicists will often send you a pitch doc with like eight different talking points or hook lines for the book and why they should be on the podcast. And because they know my podcast is about celebrating failures, um, they'll often be like, oh, this author got all these knockbacks before succeeding basically, which is totally true and true to Candace's story too. But at the bottom of this like hit list that I got sent by her lovely publicist, it said Candace has interviewed um, a serial killer in 
San Diego who was on death row and sat in a room and interviewed him and I was like, what? Anyway, so I quickly did a deep dive and it was um, this uh, killer called, oh, I forgot his name, he's the toolbox killer. So if you're my age or younger, you're going to be probably too young to know who, because I didn't know who the toolbox killers were, but they were kind of iconic in the 70s and considered like nastier than Charles Manson. Uh, anyway, she interviews him. Basically, it starts off. She talks about all this on the pod, so I don't want to give too much away. But she writes to him and says, look, I'm a crime fiction writer. Can I come in and meet you? He's like, sure, sure no probs. This guy has, like, raped, murdered everything. This is real life, by the way. I'm not talking about the book for a sec. This is literally Candace's real life. Uh, and he was a serial killer. And, yeah, on death row, San Diego, maximum security prison. And they get her to walk into this room and it's a bulletproof, it's got bulletproof glass and she calls it like a shark cage. And he, she walks in, sits down, he walks in, there's nothing between them, like not a piece of glass, like what you see on any movie where the prisoner is behind a piece of glass and you pick up a phone and kind of talk to them through the glass. No. She's like, he came in, he walked over to one side of the grated um, shark cage kind of wall, put his hands through and they uncuffed him. This is a guy that's like done horrible things um, to victims, right? I think all women as well, women victims. Anyway, she sits opposite him and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so uncomfortable. Like I thought there'd be something protecting me from you. And he goes, look up into the corner. And she could see a little triangular box cut out of the room they were in. And he's like, that's a sniper. If If I hurt you, they'll they'll kill me on the spot. And I was like, oh, my goodness, and this is real. I'm talking full-blown real. So it's just I'm really into human behaviour, so I found it so fascinating to hear um, Candace's experience of sitting down with a full-blown serial killer. And there's so many elements. We also talk about she goes to a high maximum security prison in Sydney, which I think is called Lithgow Correctional uh, Centre, and uh, she talked a little bit about that. Super fascinating. And that's some of the research that she did for this book, The Chase. So buckle in for Monday's episode because uh, she was really, really open, really awesome, uh, be- beautifully quirky too, like fully embraces who she is, which I loved. And, yeah, I can't wait for you to hear this episode. So that will come out first thing Monday morning. But in the meantime, if you just want a little bit of, you know, escapism and and whatnot, the trace is unbelievable, really, really cool, fast pace as well. So you'd be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, they've just been shot and da-da-da. Like it's really, really fast, uh, which is really good for my brain, which I'm very impatient. So I think that's why I really enjoyed this style of writing as well. So cannot speak highly enough of Candace Fox and her new book, the Chase. And again, if you have never uh, read crime fiction, neither had I. And I am hooked to the point that after it, afterwards I wrote to her publicist and was like, what else should I read? And you'll hear me ask that in this interview with Candice. I'll be like, what should I read? What podcast should I listen to? I asked everything. So, yeah, so for people that are um, like, oh, why are you talking about a box? 
a book, this is a Friday check-in, we're now including a book every week that I've recently read and that I'm really enjoying. At the moment I'm reading um, Taming Toxic People by David Gillespie, which I found so interesting after reading The Chase and after interviewing Candace Fox because it's all about the psychology of psychopaths and not necessarily just criminal psychopaths but like the everyday style of psychopath that you find in the workplace so fascinating and he's got a beautiful way of writing as well. He's one of my favourite authors. So I'll review that one next week for you and next week I'm hoping I'll have some more like tried some more studios, maybe had a little bit of Cairo uh, and just kind of like been soaking um, and will have been soaking up a little bit of um, barren life for you. It looks like we've got a full week ahead of sunshine from tomorrow. So I just want to do some nature walks. And uh, we've got this amazing book, Boss and I, called Byron Trails. And you can just look up and do like uh, waterfall hikes and whatnot. But at the moment, it's all like flooded and quite muddy and, and to the point that a lot of the markets have been cancelled. So I'm just going to hang tight until we get a few days of really lovely and sunny weather and then I'll do some hikes and do some exploring for you so that if you're visiting Byron anytime soon, um, it's hopefully an informative podcast. That's the goal of this podcast. So, yeah. How'd I do? Hope I did okay. I feel like I rambled a little. I always feel like I ramble. I actually get really nervous doing these Friday check-ins because I I said this to my podcast managers George, I was like, dude, I, I just don't, oh, I don't want to be like narcissistic. And then, then I'm like, well, here I am doing them. So anyway, I hope you like them. Please DM me, write to me on Insta. I'm all over, like I'm on Insta all the time. So please write to me if you want me to interview anyone or if you want me to um, kind of like include any review any book or check anything out in Byron Bay. There's always new stuff popping up in Byron. It's so um, fast. And we've booked massages soon. So oh, at Comma, which is like a new little, um, not new, it's probably a couple of years old, but it's a, it's right near Creature Yoga. It's this beautiful and luxurious place you can get a massage. So cannot wait for that. All right, toodles. Happy Friday. Hope you enjoy the app and um, – I'm hoping I check in with you again on Monday when you listen to Candace Fox on the pod. Absolute legend. Big love. Bye.